All right. After weeks of only treating emergencies, dentists in Illinois can now resume offering routine dental care, though there will be changes to offices visits to, uh, to limit the spread of COVID-19. Yeah, many dentists say that they're uh, struggling to find ad adequate personal protection, uh, protective equipment amid a national shortage, a potential roadblock to fully reopening. So I put this in here because I want to know how soon are any of you guys going to plan on going to the dentist? Man, uh, the missus is that's one thing that she stays up on is us going to the dentist. We go to the dentist that she uh, always went to. Mm -hmm. um, she definitely, like I say, midway through that, she's like, man, we didn't miss a dentist appointment. And she be on it. Like, she knows has never had a cavity in her life. So she's been on it. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. And we How go quickly to a you small might put their hands in your mouth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna drop this COVID right here. <laughs> and it's a small practice. Uh, a lady owns it. Uh, I think she's like maybe her late fifties, early sixties, but her own private office, uh, private private practice. And I think it's her and maybe three other assistants. Mm -hmm. Um. I saw that. I, I guess we just got to see what kind of protection that they're going to have. Are they going to have a full shield? Are they going to be walking around with that hazmat suit you talked about last weekend with the battery? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Vaping. Yeah, vape. Hold on. I got <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's going to be interesting, man. That's going to be very interesting. See it. Uh, it's it's going to be a while before I go back to the dentist. I want to see how things work out. Like you guys said, uh, just as long as they don't do anything funny to my mouth, I'm I'm good to go. Say funny to your mouth? Wait. <laughs> well, you know, I'm digging in your teeth and all that. Like, you know, I want to, when, he, when do they cross the line and it gets funny, Sydney? Break that part down. Like, Hold on, you get funny now, motherfucker. <laughs> Why you rid of my tongue like that? Exactly. <laughs> You have a smooth tongue. Hold on, sir. You have crossed the line. Right. Uh, I don't know. I was actually thinking about this like last month, believe it or not. Like, I definitely need to see a dentist. I feel mm -hmm. like I need a cleaning. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. Because like part of me really believes I had it. So I think I might be immune till the fall. So I was wondering if maybe I should go see sometime in the in the summer, maybe after things reopen a little bit. Well, I still going do dormant. Peak. Yeah, maybe maybe I just go ahead and try to sneak one in. Hmm. What about you, Ken? Um, nah, I need to go to the dentist, but I'm not. Uh, only thing I may do it is cross my mind during this discussion. I, I need a colonoscopy, so I may do that in like August mm. or something. But I'm gonna let that COVID at the hospital die down a little bit before I just go into that bad boy. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. you could social distance pretty well with the other one, at least. As far as uh, are you talking oh, about? Me. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I actually not not really. I mean, I'm sure they have on equipment like you're not sleep, and there's two people in the room with you. There's one guy just ramming a thing inside of you. Yeah, so, you, you hold a hand to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> hold my hands. <laughs> Just bear down. Oh, Ain't that what Monique say? Just gotta bear down. No, so I know. I know. I know. I gotta go get that because uh, just to make sure that if I have polyps, which I probably will, hopefully they're benign. So, so, so do you get one every year? No, it's like you have to get it. So, for instance, is like this. Um, I got it, and I was my doctor informed me this year. Um, I knew the results. I knew that they were the polyps they found were benign, but she said that they're um, they're basically like uh, three different kinds, 
like a benign one, one that's a mix and then the bad one. And the one that I had is a mix. So that means I have to go back because there's a ch- there's a risk there of, mm-hmm. of, of a cancer developing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, definitely, it is one of those. So I mean, I know I was going to do it. I mean, I was going to do it in February. Like that's really when it was like uh, I had a schedule. Like it, it's kind of already. I had the prescription for the stuff you have to take. This go life stuff that's terrible that you have to drink and it just gets, it just runs you out. So there's no fecal matter out. really. Yeah, there's no fecal matter in your rectum or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I had that and it was like, you know, so whenever just, you know, set it up or whatever, but yeah, I'm not stepping into the hospitals. Like I said, maybe in uh, August I'll, I'll go and get it taken care of, but I definitely need to get it taken care of, but I'm not going to risk that and have somebody mess around in my mouth. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 I have seen a few stories about how people are like really want to get back and going to the dentist. Some people are very particular and are very cautious about their teeth, which you should be. Uh, but I have been hearing a, quite a few stories. It's interesting you bring the story up. I've been hearing a, quite a few stories about people trying to get back, trying to get to the dentist. But I'm with you, man. I, I just I have to know exactly what kind of PPE that they have or what they're using. I'm sure I would think most dentist offices that you would regularly go to uh, we'll probably send something out to you talking about, okay, this is the steps that we're going to take. Right. Um, it probably go, you know what? It might even extend to what Sid said about how with restaurants, like only, only reservations and since only appointments only. I know it's like, it's, it's probably some dentist office. You can just kind of walk in and try to see like, Hey, can I get a cleaning? I'm sure it happens. Uh-huh. But it's probably going to be very strict on all. You got to set an appointment because you know, we just can't have anybody. My, uh, my mom went to the dentist last week cause she had uh, tooth pain. She had to go. Oh, wow. How was that experience? How what happened? She had to get antibiotics. She had an infection. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. She had to go. Yeah. Damn, bro. But she just spricked a little coke on that. <laughs> Hold on, ma. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Numbness is uh, a side effect. Do y'all remember I had that tooth infection? Yeah. When the, the popcorn got stuck in my, my tooth? Yeah, yeah. Man, that was oh, some yeah, serious. Yeah. Man, Chanel, Chanel was like, well, I wish I would have took a picture of you because you looked like shit. Hmm. I was like, damn, baby, I look that bad. She's like, you look bad. <laughs> I was like, damn, I look bad. My mom whole mouth, my head straight up like crack jaw. You better take it easy on the popcorn during the COVID quarantine. Amen. Right? You know what? I haven't, I still eat it, but I don't eat it as much as I used to. I don't eat it as much as I, yeah. But I love that too, That's like the, the story of your yeah. life, D. Everything, you don't eat as much as you used to. True. I don't. I don't. You pretty much exit out after you've had enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am, I'm, a, I'm that kind of person. I can cut something off real quick. I, I, I that's just one of my characteristics, I guess. But I'm waiting I, for you to go all uh, all meat diet because you cut off everything else. I'm just like you know what? And no fish. <laughs> Give me that protein. Bring me that pig's ass. Drink it all over here. How showed a pig's ass? No, but I, I, listen, man. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with with folks in their teeth. Then there was a flip. Uh, two NFL cornerbacks are facing multiple charges after an incident at a party Wednesday night in South Florida. The New York, Gi- the New York Giants, uh, DeAndre Baker and the Seattle Seahawks, Quentin Dunbar, each facing four counts of armed robbery with a firearm, while Baker is facing an additional four counts of aggravated assault with a firearm after two allegedly robbed guests at a party in Miramar, Florida. The Miramar police uh, said on Thursday, according to TMZ, uh, Baker and Dunbar were at a cookout at a home in Miami area on Wednesday night playing cards and video games when the argument started. Baker then allegedly whipped out a semi-automatic pistol, heard an arrest warrant. Baker allegedly directed two other individuals, one of whom Dunbar, 
and then they started to rob of, started robbing the guests. They allegedly took thousands of dollars in cash, several watches, and other valuables from individuals at the party and threatened to shoot uh, people before leaving the house. I believe, I think Dunbar, one of them turned himself in. Baker has turned himself. Turned himself D- but Dunbar's Dunbar undecided. undecided. Yeah. I like it. I'm not deciding if I'm turning myself in right now while we, <laughs> we robbing motherfuckers out here in the streets with these NFL contracts. Shut <laughs> went straight. He reverted so quick. It's like, you know what? I'm going back in the day on this. <laughs> Rob all these motherfuckers. <laughs> what the fuck is going Wait on? Wait a minute. They were playing video games, basically drinking. Yep. In Florida, no social distancing. Uh-huh. Playing video, video playing video games. What they got pissed at somebody was like argument broke out. And Shelly was like, "We about to run. We about to rub all these motherfuckers." But you it was like, once we started, I can't stop. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It's like, yeah, right, Ryan. Once we get to starting this, I, I got to do the full revolution. <laughs> I'm we going. I'm surprised they didn't start making food strip. Like, get get out of your clothes. So, so what game you think they was playing? Um, that's a good question. 2K? Madden? I'm about to say Madden. Y'all football say players. Madden, yeah. Madden, Fortnite? Madden, Fortnite, or Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty. How the hell are you going to rob somebody over Call of Duty? Hey, you it's didn't, that you didn't have my back last time. You didn't have get shot. Matter of <laughs> fact, how about this? Let me shoot your ass. <laughs> and look, Baker, Baker, is, Baker is a first-round pick. I mean, he got, listen, it's the back of the first round, but he a first round pick. All right. From last year, Shotty was just like, you know what about this career? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who put, who put a strap out first? Or they both had something on them? Baker is the leader. God. Baker told Dunbar. It's like, all allegedly, too. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's on ESPN, that's, that's facts, baby. But they don't play they did say, the lawyer said they had like five witnesses affirm that they weren't at this party for one of them. They were not at the party? Hey, right. It was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> was it a situation like OJ stealing back his own stuff? It was like, you owe me money anyway, motherfucker. So you know what? <laughs> Run that stack. That'll be the best case scenario. Like, he owed me the money. I just took it back. All right. Damn. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild hunters right there. People out here doing a thing. But listen, speaking of uh, having a little bit of cash and doing uh, being real stupid, uh, none of us watch this show, but we're going to bring this topic into it. Oh, I might Uh, watch it. You know, uh, Maurice Mofane, who appeared in Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, no, I don't watch that. Okay. Has been arrested for allegedly <laughs> using millions uh, intended to help small businesses struggling during the corona uh, pandemic. Fane, 37, of Deluca, Georgia, was arrested Wednesday, according to a news release from the Department of Justice. Authorities said on April 15th, Fane applied for a loan of $2 million uh, for his Georgia corporation, Flame Trucking through Paycheck Protection Program intended to stabilize uh, the, cra- the cratering economy. In the days of receiving the money for his company, Fane allegedly used more than $1.5 million of the PPP loans process to purchase $85,000 in jewelry, including a Rolex, a presidential watch, a diamond bracelet, a 5.7 carat diamond ring for himself, and uh, paid $40,000 in child support. Fane is officially accused of bank fraud at an initial appearance in court. Okay, wait a minute. So he used some of the money to pay back some child support. Yeah. Okay. All right. I ain't gonna. I ain't hate you, I hate you on that one. Uh-huh. But the diamond rope. But the diamond. But the Rolex and the diamond. It's like you know what these po folks don't need no food. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> you broke, motherfuckers. Uh, hey, D- man. 
Can we even give him credit on the spousal? Because he didn't pay for it. Yeah, the Ooh. the rest of the block paid for it. Mm. Nah, that's true. True, but he still had to pay. You would think he would have to. I don't know if they have to pay that back. So perhaps you don't have to pay it back. So yeah, if you're right, if he. But listen, still to this point, at least he sent something to his kids. Because you know, some guys would be <laughs> like, they take that four thousand dollars and put a bracelet on the other wrist. Be like, you know what? I was gonna take care of the kids, but uh, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know if it's mine anyway. <laughs> exactly. <Hey. laughs> Look like the mailman. Step stepping elbow with a fur coat on. You ain't get your PPG. Motherfuckers. That welfare line. <laughs> How many people? But you know what? I, I saw another story. Uh, I mean, kind of a classic case of unfortunately just uh, greed. Number one, and two, just knowing the right people to get your greed on. How many? How many companies have we seen like these big multi-million, multi-billion companies or million companies or like that? Yeah, I got three thousand. I mean, three thousand, three million, four million dollars in PPE money. It's like. Jenny Bush, she don't need that money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, situ- not to call her out specifically. The Lakers. But she sent it back, though. She sent it back, though. And, yeah, and, and good for her, too. But it's some companies, I'm sure, it's kind of like, I'm not giving this shit back. And you, and you yeah. got the, the, the weirdest thing. The stock market is actually doing a little, it's doing better. It's not where it once was, like 29,000, 30,000. It's kind of like a 23, 24. But I think it's what, 30 million people? 30 million, 30 million, 30 million on the point. That should let people know right there. Stocks are going up, but your ad, but people are losing. A quarter of the country of, of working people are out of work, but the stock market is going up. That's the shit that scares me. That's what scares me. Me and the missus be having discussions all the time, and she's talking about, oh, no, when things open back up, you can, you can shop online. Yeah, people going to get their jobs back. People going to be working. I'm like, listen. You don't need the people that work in the brick and mortar anymore. Right. Do you, what, just say 5% of people end up going to the warehouse? What about the other 95%? That's what scares me, that the productivity is still going, is still trucking along. Ken, you and I know somebody, unfortunately, just got laid off their gig, um, close to, hit close to home to both of us. But I'm sure the company is doing well, still doing well. I know people with my people nine still five, signing contracts. People still signing contracts. I know people with my gig, uh, my nine to five people got let go, but you know what? We're still doing well. Mm. Automation. I'm learning how to do that actually right now. Learning that program right now. Uh, I'm a part of it. I'm kind of sad to say, but yeah, I'm a part of it. So you see these companies, see the stock market still going up, but people still losing job, man. That's, that's the shit that scares me. Mm. See, see, yeah. So here's the thing. I think the jobs that there have people working from home. Do you really need them to come back to the office or to the place of work? That's one thing. And uh, and another aspect of it is those for the jobs that were eliminated. Are they going to bring those jobs back? Not a lot of. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. So the job market is not going to be the same. And another quick point I wanted to bring up. I was actually doing some food shopping yesterday. I had to pick up a couple other things today. If you notice over the last few weeks, uh, food prices have gone up. So mm-hmm. that's another issue right there. So and like you said, a quarter of, uh, of, of our population in our country lost their jobs. You, re- you had to scrap for food already. Now the, the things that you, that you used to buy, you can't buy now because the prices have gone up. 
and there's a lack of food with those, all those plants that had uh, COVID outbreaks in them. That's the real thing. Why the prices yeah, are going up? Too, yeah. D, I really like uh, where you're coming from with this because I've always had this thought, especially when automation has really come on the forefront. And, uh, we've talked about it. I'm all about that UVI. We got to really talk about this because yeah. the people at the top, those one percenters, the CEOs, the really high up jobs that are deciding which companies are going to keep jobs, which ones are getting rid, which jobs we're going to bring back after this is done. There has been just how over the last, what, 20, 30 years, just jobs cutting away slowly and surely. Do more at the same job. We bump your pay up and then we get rid of the fat. We get rid of everybody else. And it's like these people wanted to get to a point where they have literally all the wealth and nobody else has anything. And then what? Then maybe they die because there won't be any more wealth to get or something. Listen, uh, did y'all see the press conference? Not press conference. Well, you kind of like a press conference Trump did yesterday. And I was, I didn't see it live, but I saw clips of it. But I kept hearing these, like, this noise in the background. It's like, what the hell is this noise? It was truck drivers riding around the White House honking their horns, right? So Trump want to spin it. Oh, that them, them horns out there! Yo, that's love. They love me. They that's because <laughs> they they are they're backing what I'm doing, whatever like that. They interviewed somebody out there. It's like, no, we are not here because of him. We're honking our horns because of the industry and how we're just getting basically, no pun intended, ran off the road. Mm-hmm. Like the trucking industry is just it's changing, it's evolving. How many times have we heard stories about selfish drive, self-driving trucks? Mm-hmm. So you it's have coming. the, it's coming. Men and women out mm-hmm. here in their 18 wheelers are typically entrepreneurs on their own trucks mm-hmm. um, or on a couple of trucks and that's their business. And their jobs are probably going to be gone in a matter of what, maybe say 10 to 15 years by the time we are in our 50s. And it'll just be yeah. all of a sudden, just all everywhere. Uh, cut. Yeah, cut. It's kind of like, so what are these men and women going to do? What are these businesses going to go? They're going to be gone. Uber has, I think they're one of the main uh, companies that is investing in this, in this uh, self, uh, self-driving self trucks. Obviously, you know, as other companies going to be doing that too. Going to be contracts out through the U.S. government or other companies, UPS, FedEx, uh, USPS, if we still have yeah. a post office around. I don't know. So, but no, nah, man, it's kind of like. Imagine the- how much money we'll make if we cut this job. That's always a thought. It's always a thought. Real quick about Willie Wilson ass. Shout out to Willie Wilson for giving out there and passing out, as, as, as Sid said, the money, no doubt. Passing out the PPE, no doubt. But why the hell is Willie Wilson talking about he want to open up a hundred something black churches right now? Did y'all see that story? Mm-mm. I saw he, brother. Go ahead, please continue. Okay, so now Willie Wilson, uh, after, after he didn't pass out the PPE mask, now he said, okay, now nah, get your asses back to church. He talking about he want to open up over 100 churches here in the city. Him and some other black pastors got together talking about <laughs> we need to go ahead and open these churches back up. They essential. Willie, Willie, the folks about your age and look like you are dying at a higher clip than anybody else with this Rona. Why? I don't, I don't understand half the things that you say, but I know you're a smart man. Why would you say some shit like that? Why would you want to open up these churches? I was watching the news yesterday, and there was this brother on there looks sh- shifting and shady as you know what, talking about he got to get back to church and congregate. And I said, this mf right here, and said the churches are essential too. 
And I'm like, you thirsty, greedy bastards, right? You sitting here like, man, I'm a risk it, man. We got to get these. Our coffers are dry. We got to get some, some bodies up in here. Man, if you don't sit your ass down, man, and, and pray cyber remotely through a... Right, like, YouTube. Even, even if, let's just say, benefit of the doubt, right? You have a lot of older people. That's, that's mostly older people go to church, right? Let's just say a lot of them don't have internet or don't have a, 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 a smartphone like that, and they miss their congregation. They miss their, their, uh, their fellowship. I get that, right? But you're the high, you're at a higher risk. Now we know that everybody can get and everybody can die, but you're still at a higher risk. Why? 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 I, 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 why? Because going oh, back to going to back to the, to the last story, it's in God's hands. That's how they look at it. It's oh, in God's man. hands. What was that's a, why I would have kept that money. What was somebody's grandson or granddaughter like? You ain't taking your ass to church. Oh, somebody sent out that like, man, Willie, sit your ass down. Thank you for the mask. <laughs> Thank you for the mask, sir. But Boy, sit your ass. This is the same dude that want to open Megfield's Megfield back up, because oh. he just he like to come in right there on the leg. <laughs> this is how players. This is how players do it. They land right on the leg, baby. You never seen nothing like this before. Let me sing this gospel of melody for you. No. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, this is an interesting one over stuff that's popping around. It doesn't make any sense. One thing I just don't understand why people are following this kid. So on Friday. Uh, yesterday, rather, uh, a week after Snoop called the media out for coverage of rapper and fellow informant, Takashi uh, responded to Uncle Snoop with the post of his own. In a video clip, uh, 6 9 is watching an interview with Suge Knight where Knight talks about Snoop continuously skating legal troubles, insinuates he's an informant. Oh, Takashi okay. continues to go at Snoop, claiming that there's paperwork online that proves that the Long Beach legend has worked with the police in the past. Snoop then took his own shots at the Gooba rapper. That's his song that's out now. Goober? Yeah, Gooba. I've I think I I've only heard it because people have posted it. I don't. I never listened to his music like that before. I know I he had like I've a, ever heard one song. Yeah, of his. he had a song with like Tory Lanez. And I remember seeing a video back before he got he got. Uh, I, I wasn't into it. Mm. I don't like people using N word, especially if they're not black in the first place. So he always turned himself off to me. All right, <clears throat> this is what Snoop said. Last time you said something, I ain't had time. But today. I got time. You better get the fuck off my line, nigga. Rat boy. You really better leave me alone. I ain't the one. No way. No way. Go on and do your shit and get out my way, bitch. You funky dog head, rainbow head, dog head, bitch. Yeah, you. Better leave the dog alone. I'll find you a cat. Tom and Jerry shit. Fuck with the dog. Nothing nice. Bitch. Rat boy. Funky dog headed rainbow head <laughs> dog head bitch. <laughs> I watched him say this part, right? <laughs> <laughs> just like he said to Gail, and we've used that same dog edit. I'm about to ask you, were you making that up or did he really no, say No, he said that's verbatim, buddy. That's verbatim, all right? That's, that's great. Well, so this is you so the, rainbow rat head. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So this is a Takashi is like, this is only funny to old heads because Snoop put out a video that's called like uh, something about a snitch and basically said it's only funny to feed people 50 dollars. But this is the last part. So Snoop is like, look, basically Snoop is like, stop lying and align on me 
me and Suge are cool now, and that if Suge really thought that I had snitched on him, we wouldn't be cool right now. So stop True. trying to spread that rumor about True. me or whatever. Because if I tried to, if I tried to go into it, it's too many edits in this that I have to be. You have to bleep me out if I go into what Snoop was saying right here or whatever. But uh, yeah, that that was uh, Takashi Six Nine Snoop Dogg business. So real quick. I saw him the other day, and again, I don't see him because I don't follow Takashi 6 9 but again, he's so popular, he will end up on your thread. I saw him talking about that a uh, billboard or whatever, they did something to where he, he, should, he should say he should have the number one record, but they manipulated or whatever. So he's doing well. Uh, unfortunately, he's doing well. Um, I don't like, listen, I'm not a, a hood dude like that, quote unquote. I do believe if, if you're in something, you shouldn't be dropping dimes on something. If you're involved in something, you shouldn't be snitching on people that was involved in it. You know what I'm saying? It's different if you're a regular Joe and you go to the authorities, but if you this quote-unquote badass, you take take that time that you, you know, you, you get what you get when you're playing a game like that. Is snitching cool now? Is being a rat to the fan? It doesn't matter. Cool? It, it doesn't matter. Remember, remember what's the name from uh, uh, from um, Paid and Fool? What, what, who does uh, camera play? Rico? I think so. I haven't right. seen the movie in so long. So, yeah. like a couple years ago, two or three years ago, he got out, right? Mm-hmm. And people was like, "Hey, Rico back!" And people was like, "Wait, y'all celebrating the fact that he back?" And this, I'm talking, this old school. So we try to look at these kids and just put it on these kids and be like, "It's y'all." No, nah, this is this is old shit. Like I know cats. Listen, you know how I'm out of the loop. I was talking like again. You I basically, I mean, I came to Facebook late. I mean, mm-hmm. Sydney was on uh, Twitter before I was on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. I was on Twitter before I was on Facebook, right? So anyway, one of my partners I grew up with, right, was a cat that me and him was cool, but I never trusted him, right? Actually, one day I just got I had a, a new Cherokee, right, and uh, it was me and a bunch of cats in front of my crib, and um, he's like, "Man, can I see? Can I? Um, you know, I just want to see your car, or whatever." I really didn't like give him my keys, but I was like, yeah, you can, you know, you can sit in that bitch real quick or whatever. Motherfucker pulls off of my truck. Right? Oh, he wanted them motherfuckers, huh? Yeah. I jumped on the hood of that bitch. So now we're driving, going down my block. I'm on the hood. I'm like, pull this bitch over because I'm not getting off. Because I know if I let this truck go, he's gone. Right? Like this, I ain't, my shit's up. Right? I may get it back, but it ain't going to be today. Right? He backs up, parks, parks my truck, whatever, whatever, whatever. Point because I never trusted him. I never understood why my friends trusted him the way they trusted him. But this is where me and my friends started growing apart. Mm-hmm. They started being more into the streets. I started being with just girls and mm-hmm. sports. So anyway, uh, my friend had posted one day like, yeah, so-and-so did or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, damn, Shotty really did. Not getting, no, he snitched. So he's dead to them. Oh. Right? So that's what, it, so it was like, shh. And it's like, oh, okay, now I, I understand. Like, oh, yeah. he's gonna die, but since he's he's snitched, it's like they don't nobody, you know, he's you might mess with him no more. Nobody mess with him basically. So still I, I do think, you know, for our generation, there's still something to be said, even though a lot of people in our generation have snitched. I know the first time my brother went to jail, I mean, he really didn't have to go to jail because they didn't have really have him, but the people he was with basically snitched and he didn't he should have just lied his way, tried to hold on to his lie. But he didn't, you know what I'm saying? But um, again, it's, it, it goes and it comes when it comes to snitching. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to say, like, okay, yeah, I just, I snitched on somebody that was about to blow up a bank or some shit. I don't know, something like that. That's not snitching. That's not that's snitching. Not, that's, that's called snitching. being a good citizen, right? Yes, that's not snitching. <laughs> but just the glorification of him coming out, and also, too, it's kind of like a lot of the shit he's talking about, he ain't really did. He's not really, what the fuck you do? Like, 
I, I don't know. And you still I don't get know. to talk. See, this is the problem I have. And you still talking shit. That's the thing, because we used to, those are the people you want to get your hands. Those are the dudes that talk. This is back in the nineties when when you're talking to a girl on the phone and some boy from around their house come on come on the phone and start trying to act hard and you on the phone. And you're like, I just wish I could get my hands yeah. on you. Yeah, you one of them cats. It's like, let me just get my hands on you. Smack his ass. Okay, whatever. All right, right, all right. No, that uh, that's kind of crazy. 